Hello, welcome to His Glory. This is Debbie. I hope everybody's having a blessed day today. Today, I want to talk about the rapture. God had uh, put on my spirit to uh, talk about this, and I really am excited because um, there's something I found out that was really cool. So I was in prayer the other morning, and God was showing me um, 2 Thessalonians, and He just kind of told me, because I remembered I had a Bible, a Geneva Bible that was loaned to me, and He just kind of said, go get it, go go look at that. So I went in there and grabbed the Bible, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Okay, so I'm going to share this with you. Okay, so I'm going to go here. Okay, so we're going to start in 2 Thessalonians. Um, and we're going to start in verse three. It says, let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come up except there come a fallen away. And this is in the King James Version, um, fallen away first and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. So what is that saying? Okay, so this is what I've always known and God has always um, downloaded to me is that the rapture will happen and then the Antichrist can step through. The only reason that he has not stepped through and what he, why he can't step through is because the Holy Spirit is here, which is the church. As soon as the church is removed out of the earth, then the, the Antichrist will step forward and then all the, the devil will have his reign here and it's just going to be horrible. Okay, so... So a lot of people will say, well, it can't happen until they're falling away. I mean, that's definitely happening. But God definitely um, showed me, which I've already kind of knew this, but um, go into the Geneva Bible and look at what it says there. And so I um, went to the Geneva Bible, and it says, um, this is what it says in the Geneva Bible, which is pretty amazing. Okay, so it says, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a departing first, and that that man of sin be disclosed, even the son of perdition. Oh, my goodness, there it goes. Okay, so it says departing, because it's, it's true, we, we are what's holding back the Antichrist. As long as the church is here, he can't. And that's why he's so mad. Trust me, he, he wants us out of here. Trust me, he would love for us to be gone. Because they want and trust me, they are setting it up right now. So um, if you can't see this, then you know, pray that God give you eyes to see and ears to hear because it is happening. They are setting it up. And you know, when you walk in the spirit, you see things in a spiritual sense, okay? You start becoming very like, oh my gosh, you can just see things that some people can't see because you're getting out of the flesh and God is removing those blinders off your eyes and you're starting to see things transpiring in the world and you can see it in a spiritual sense. So I know, and many of us do, that they are setting up his reign here. They're they're already like, it's just little things that they, they send out, just preparing the masses for um, what's going to be happening here. Okay, so the rapture is, I believe, is a pre-trib rapture. God has not appointed us to wrath, and he clearly tells us this so many times, but he says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 9, for God has not appointed us to suffer wrath, and we are not appointed to God's wrath. We are going to have tribulation. We are in tribulation now. Um, we have tribulation, but we are not appointed to the great tribulation, and that's going to take place as soon as the rapture happens, as soon as this church is taken out of here the great tribulation starts. Okay, so it says, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, for God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so God's wrath is going to reign. These people are not, they think that they're going to be, um, they're going to be saved and they think they're going to hide from God. Like he said, they're going to be hiding in the rocks and it's going to fall on. They're going to wish death and it's not going to come. Nobody wants to be here for the great tribulation. Trust me when I, I always say this, I'm going to take the bus but first bus out of here. No, thank you. Don't want to be here. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, so I'm going to read from I'm going to read in uh, Matthew, this is Matthew 24. And we're going to go down. Let's see where oh, I had it. I had it. And then I just lost it. Okay, let me look. All right, let me go down here. I just had it. Then I, I, uh, I lost it. Hang on one second. Here we go. Here we go. And this is in 39. And knew not until the flood came. Okay, we'll start in 38. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And let me just tell you, okay, God is a God of pattern. Okay, and if anything that we can learn from the Old Testament is that God saves his children, he warns and he saves his children, he sends people out his messengers to warn people, hey, it's time to get up, hey, it's time to wake up. And just like then in Noah's time, they laughed, they scoffed, and look what happened, okay? And only a few were saved. And this is something that God has been really put, putting on my spirit. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but I do I think a lot of people are going to go in the rapture? No, I don't. I absolutely don't. Because if you notice the culture, people are so in love with this world. They are so in love. And the one thing that God has been telling me to tell you and to tell myself, you have to detach from this world. You Whatever that means for you, okay, I, I know what it means for me. What does that mean for you? You need to detach from this world, okay? And you really need to seek God wholeheartedly, pray without ceasing, because God tells us, what does he tell us? He says, pray and pray and watch and pray that that you are accounted worthy to escape what's coming on this earth, okay? All right, so it says, for as the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark, okay? And right now, God is saying, get on the ark, people. Wake up, get on the ark. Because right now, people, what are they doing? They laugh at Christians. They say, oh, y'all are crazy. The, the rapture is never going to come. Like, this is what this was prophesied. They're going to mock. They're going to scoff. And even in the body of Christ, that is what's sad. Even, even so-called Christians are mocking other Christians and saying, oh, y'all are just ridiculous. This is never going to happen. And whether or not you believe in the rapture, it's not a salvation issue. But it is hope, guys. This is hope for us, right? Um, our Father's coming. Our King is coming. He's going to rescue His bride that loves him. Okay. And I always make the example, would you marry someone who was cheating on you? Absolutely not. You think God is going to come for a Christian that is in love with the world and one foot out and one foot in. And he clearly tells us he is not coming for the lukewarm, the lukewarm. He was, he's going to spit out of his mouth because he would rather you be hot or cold, not lukewarm. Okay, and it says, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be, then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinded at the mill, one shall be taken, the other left. Watch, therefore you know not what hour the Lord cometh. But this know but know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would not he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh. Okay, now listen to me when I tell you this. There's two events. There's the rapture and then there's the, the second coming of Christ. If the second coming God tells us that every person is going to see him come every knee will bow. That is not a thief. A thief is going to come like like a blinking, like a twinkling of an eye, like so fast. And the thief is going to come to those that are not watching, do not believe in the rapture, never maybe heard of the rapture or whatever the case may be. It's going to come like a thief to them because when they wake up or they see people just disappear, that's a thief. He's come. That is not the second coming. So there's two events here. 
Therefore, be be you ready, for in such an hour you think not the Son of Man coming. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming and shall begin to smite his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him and in an hour that he is not aware of and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I'm going to tell you. When the second coming comes, I mean, when the rapture happens, people are going to be, it is going to be horrible. And the, and I don't think people understand how bad it's going to be. That's why I just, I mean, God has given us the gift of grace right now. We have a free gift of grace to, to believe, just believe in him and ask him to come in your heart and to show you who he is. Why not even just ask? Why not? Why take this risk? I, I just don't understand. Okay. All right. So um, let me go to... First Thessalonians, let's see, verse four. And so I'm going to read um, First Thessalonians four and five. Um, I just want to read this to you. It's so amazing. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. He's going to come really quickly, guys. And this is very soon. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye brethren are not in darkness, that the day should overtake you as a thief. I mean, it's not. I mean, me personally, I, I'm looking for him daily. Every day I wake up and my heat, my feet hit the floor. I'm like another day, God. I, I mean, today could be the day. I have been watching since God has revealed this to me. I have been waiting and watching and I'm looking all the time for him. Because I, I love him and I, I want to be home. That is our home, guys. We are not, we are just passing through. We are not here. This is not our home. We are just passing through. And I have that longing for home in my spirit. But until then, I occupy my time here. And this is the thing that you know. So many people say, "Well, how do you?" If you're looking for him, how are you living your life? I still live my life. I still do my daily things that I need to get done. But in my heart and always, I'm always looking for the Lord and I want to be home. Absolutely. 100%. You are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love for an helmet of the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath. Let's read that again. God has not appointed us to wrath. So all those people who think I'm post-trip, I mean, it doesn't even make sense. Post, um, post-rapture, post-rapture or mid-trip, um, it's pre-trip because God has not appointed us to wrath. But to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourself together and edify one another, even as also you do. I mean, the rapture is hope. This is our hope. God is not going to send his children to go through that. I mean, God is not. I mean, you look in the old. He is a pattern. He has a pattern. 
And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, and be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing in everything. Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And, you know, take this to the Lord. This is I always meant to say this in my videos, you know, take whatever I say to God, don't trust me, go to the Lord. I mean, you should be praying and asking God for confirmation and, you know, ask him to show you and the very God of peace, you know, sanctify you wholly. And I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that his epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Christ Jesus be with you. Amen. And so I'm going to read five as well. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, you you have no need that I write unto you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord some cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh of them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. And and this is something I want to say, guys. You know, people that don't know, like they they say, well, I can't discern the the times. Um, I mean, you know that. We can see summer coming. So when he gives us signs, we can we should be able to see it. We should be able to see this. Okay, that that is something that um, you know God tells us that we should. You know, we are so disconnected spiritually from from God. First of all, um, but God gives us signs and warnings, so we need to um, understand that. Okay, so I'm going to read here. Furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, exhort you by the Lord Jesus that you have received of us how you ought to walk and to praise God. And so you would abound more and more. For you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. So, you know, right now God is warning the church, and I've said this before, the church needs to clean their act up. And we need to be standing out amongst people that are non-believers. And I'm going to tell you, when Christians are fighting amongst each other, how that looks to the non-believer, it looks ridiculous. And that is what Satan wants to do. He wants to cause division and cause this kind of unruliness in, in the body. Because when non-believers see this, they're like, look at these people. They, they're like fighting amongst each other. We are supposed to, you know, support each other, lift each other up. And, and you know, our brethren, we should be supporting and loving, Okay. So I just think it's ridiculous that so many people fight about something like the rapture, too. I mean, I've seen people getting like upset um, if you don't believe the way they believe. This is not a salvation issue, but this is a heart issue. I mean, walking with God, you really have to love people and you really have to love the brethren for sure. But fighting amongst people, this is ridiculous. Like, let's get it together, church. Seriously, like it's time that we stand out and really start pulling people into the kingdom and showing the love of Christ that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. This should not be that hard. I mean, 
we should want to live holy. I mean, it's that simple, really. I mean, you should want to live holy and righteous because who are you trying to please, man or God? And when you truly seek God, you want to please him. Um, You could care less what people think of you. I mean, it took me a long time to get to this point in my life. Do I have days where, yeah, you can get, you know, in your head, but I'm telling you, I don't care what people think of me. I'm I'm sure that there's lots of people that have something to say about me or, I mean, who, who doesn't? talk about other people. Okay, whatever, you know, that's, that's fine. But you have to get into a place where you're like, I don't care, because you know what, God knows me, and God knows my heart. And he knows my intentions. And the enemy will always use people to come at you. The enemy's going to who cares, as long as God knows your heart, he will vindicate you, you don't have to fight them, you don't have to like convince or defend yourself. God will vindicate you. He could have been, he vindicates his children and woe to those people that come after the chosen people. I'm telling you, God's children, you don't want to mess with. Just not a good idea. I'm just saying, because God will fight your battles. Not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles, which know not God, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such. And we also have forewarned you and testified. I'm going to tell you, coming after God's kids, that is a big no-no. Uh, when you come after a child of God and you defraud them, um, you lie on them or whatever you do, I'm telling you, it is not a good idea because God will vindicate that child. Um, and he will. He will absolutely vindicate. And I would not want to be that person because it's not something you should do. I mean, because the enemy will come after his kids and watch God work in your life. He will defend you and he will vindicate you. So I just now yeah, that that's something I've seen firsthand. For God hath not called us into uncleanness, but into holiness. He therefore that despiseth 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 not man, but God, who hath also given unto us His Holy Spirit. So when someone comes at you, and you have the Holy Spirit, they're not just coming after you; they're coming after God. And this is why God vindicates because they are coming after Him because He dwells in you. But as touching brotherly love, you know not that I write unto you, for you yourselves are taught of God to love one another. Yes, this is very important. And indeed, you do it toward all the brethren which are in all Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, that you increase more and more, and that you study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we command you, that you may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that you may have lack of nothing. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning in them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And so when the rapture happens, the dead will rise first. They're going to come out first and then we follow and so into with them in the clouds. Then we which are alive and remain, that's us, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. This is what the rapture is. It's hope and it's comfort for us. So when the rapture happens, the dead rise first and then we come and meet them in the clouds. Okay. So I just wanted to share this with you guys. I just think it's so amazing. God is so wonderful, right? He is um, really just wanting, you know, maybe someone needs to hear this, um, but 
there is a pre-trib rapture. It is very, 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 very close. And if you do not know God, please just ask him to show you who he is. And he will, I'm telling you, he will. And um, I just want this to go out and warn those that if you're in the body of Christ, you're not living your full potential um, in this walk, get on the narrow path. Um, the, the path to hell is very wide. The path to heaven is very narrow, and only few will find it, God says. Clean up your life. Ask God to help you with your sin. It's time the church cleans it, cleans it up. And I'm going to tell you, do I believe that many will go in the rapture? No, I don't. And I keep saying this, guys. Only a few will, will make it. Uh, only a few made it with Noah. And, and when God flooded the world, I'm telling you, it's only going to be a few because I don't think a lot of people want to detach from this world. God has really been pressing on me, detach from this world, detach from this world, give up this world. You have to, you cannot have one foot in and one foot out. Very crucial that you choose God. And this is different for everyone. We all have our struggles. We are in flesh. We are spirit battle in the flesh. But if you choose God, God gives you a way out every single time. He's amazing. He's a loving. He's so amazing, guys. And I want you guys all to have that peace. And I hope this blesses you. So check out, um, I want you, I'm going to give you some of these scriptures. Um, I want you to check out First Thessalonians, read four and five. That's what I just read. Um, you can look up the Geneva Bible, Second Thessalonians chapter two, and this is in the Geneva, and compare it to the King James Version, Second Thessalonians two. I think it's so cool, man. God is awesome. And I hope you guys are blessed. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I will be back. And I love you all. Bye.